but eventually uh, we'll, 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 one day we will all sit together. I have a dream. Sound good? Psalm 139, please. Now, um, let me look at the time we got. It's 10.57. Now, what I had in mind for today is what I call an update Sunday. You go, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. What it is is that um, I'm going to try to do a brief, I'll try to do a shorter sermon today, and then we're going to take the Lord's Supper, and then afterwards, I just want to update the congregation on where we're at on a number of things. Does that sound okay? Um, And then um, it'll be recorded, and hopefully next week, then Las Americas can update the congregation on, on, on the same things that we're going to talk about today. The two areas I want to talk about is just review how the year has gone. We'll talk about finances and the calendar and things like that. Does that sound good? Explain where we're at as a church, and then uh, then we'll be dismissed. All right? Psalm 139, here we go. Um, we're talking about prayer. And um, there, we're going to spend all the way up till next Sunday talking about prayer. We're going to wind, uh, wind down our series here. Wind, uh, so wind down? Wind, wind up, wind down. Round out, close. English is my seventh language. I apologize. It's not really. It's barely my first. Um, but we're, we're going to uh, close out this series, and we're talking about prayer, and um, it's part of this notion of devoted faith. Remember, devotion is our diet. Just like you need to feed yourself to stay alive, devotion is what feeds your faith. We're talking about different things that we need to be devoted to. If you want to know the acronym, it spells SPAR. We've got to be devoted to studying the Bible. The Bible feeds your faith. The P is prayer. We've been spending the last number of weeks talking about prayer because the, the power of prayer runs deep and, and, and just the complexity of prayer is something we want to grasp because we want to be a church that's devoted to prayer. Amen? The R, the A is and, and the last one is R, and the R is relationships. We need to be reaching out for relationships, and we'll cover more of that next year. But today we're going to talk about prayer. We've already covered a number of things. We talked about that devoted prayer needs to aspire to be like Jesus. In Luke chapter 12, and we're going to cover that in a second, but we're going to look at, start off with Psalm 139. In Luke chapter 12, the disciples say, hey, Jesus, teach us, Luke chapter 11, I'm sorry, the, the disciples say, teach us to pray. And when we pray, we've got to come to prayer with the mindset and the heart to be like Jesus, to pray like Jesus, to want to, to, to have God's will in our prayer life, to have that surrender and that focus to connect with and submit to and be one with God. We talked last week about personal prayer, and we're going to close, we're going to start this lesson with the last point from last week because I didn't get a chance to kind of dig deep in that point, and then we'll continue on uh, with the next point or the next lesson if we have time. But the next, last week we talked about having personal prayer, and God moved because Lexus is sharing, had a lot to do with the lesson, which was amazing, but you know, when we pray, we got to get daddy-minded. We're talking to our Father in heaven, and to, to really come to God with that perspective, we also need to get dependent on God. God says, cast our anxieties on him. And prayer life is oftentimes the hardest thing for us to do because we want to rely on whom? Ourselves. And when you pray, you're really giving it up to God. We also talked about getting dirty. That when we pray, confession, 
talking it through, working it out with our hearts, emotionally with God, getting dirty with the deep, intimate things with God is super important. Now, today we're going to talk about get delighted. Does that sound good? Get delighted. Come to God with a delighted heart. We're going to practice a couple of things today because this concept, people I've found and experienced as I've hit it with people, they'll hear it, but they don't know how to feel it, understand it, and work with it. Okay? So how do I get close to God? How do I feel close to God? You know, the Bible says to pray constantly being watchful and thankful. You know, when you think about love, When you think about love, when you love someone, what are the feelings that come up? What are the thoughts? We're going to break down what is love because sometimes they say, hey, I just want to love God. I want to be close to God. And we don't really know what that means. So we're going to talk about just how do we love people around us? How do we love people? Number one, we're thankful for them. It says when you pray to God, be watchful and thankful. So one part of just prayer is appreciation, being grateful. Now, here's what we're going to do. Because we're going to talk about the difference between appreciating someone and admiring them. Appreciating someone and admiring them. And because if you learn how to admire God in your prayer life, your prayer life will change. If you learn how to praise God, your relationships will change. But first, we're going to talk about appreciating. Appreciating is the easy thing to do. Appreciation is thanking someone for what they've done for you. Okay? It's a conditional response. You don't thank someone for nothing. Right? What do you thank them for? When they do something for you. Does that make sense? So, you're next to somebody. I want you to thank them for something. I want to say thank you for doing whatever. If, if you're not sitting with someone, uh, you know, find someone behind you or with you. Thank, just thank, thank them for something that they've done for you personally. Does that feel good? That was encouraging, right? Thank you. That's awesome. It's an exchange. When we pray, how many of you thank God for things? You know, thank you, God, for forgiving my sins, right? Have you done that when you prayed to God this morning? Thank you for giving us health. How many of you prayed for that with God this morning? I mean, it's, it's, there's some things we always thank God for. Thank you for the food that we have on the table. Thank you for the relationships I have around me. And so when you pray, in order to get closer to God, sometimes you just got to spend some time thanking him, thinking about all the things he's done for you. But that's conditional. You thank people who do things for you. Now, we're going to talk about praise. Because we appreciate God, but then the other way you get delighted with God is you learn to praise him. Turn to Psalm 139. Now, the reason why we go to Psalm 139, we'll look at verses 23 and verse 24. It says, search me, God, and know my heart, in verse 23. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So this, this passage right there, that's that personal connection with God. Hey, God, know my heart. Tell me where I'm off. Help me see where I'm off. Help me see where I need to grow and change. Some of us, we don't live in that zone. For the teens over there, you know, a lot of times if the parents try to point something out to you, what, what do you get, defensive? Mom, why are you down on me? Dad, why are you down on me? 
For the spouses in the room, when your spouse says something, hey, this bothers me, hey, what, you know, when people are that defensive, I guarantee you there's a prayer life issue right there. Because if you're praying to God and you want to get personal and you're getting that dirty time with God, you're saying, God, show me what's wrong with me. Because there's the sin we can confess, but there's that open heart saying, hey, God, show me what's wrong with me. Show me where I'm off. Because, see, whether you like it or not, there are things going on in our lives that are leading us in the wrong direction. Whether you're aware of it or not, there are things going on in our personalities, in our character, in our hearts that's kind of taking us where we actually don't end up want to be. And so that's that's the starting prayer right there. That's how you get personal. But take a look what leads up to this. Psalm 139, verse 1. Because we're going to talk about admiring God. You have searched me, Lord, and know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before. You lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. You know, David starts off with, wow, God, you just know me. You know me in a way that's so amazing, I can't even grasp it. Many of us search for that best friend, don't we? That just knows us. Some of us, that's the fantasy of who our spouse would be, just someone who knows me. Many of you spouses in the room, that's why you married your spouse. Oh, the, he, he or she just gets me. And then after six months, you go, he or she is so different from me. <laughs> Starts one way, ends the other. But you know, you go, wow, it's so amazing how you know me, God. You're so, you're so insightful. You're so connected. You're so close to me. That's praise. Praise isn't about what someone does for you. Praise is you just seeing who they are. Praise is just showing someone that you noticed what's good about them. See, appreciation is conditional. You notice what they did for you or what they did well. Praise is noticing who you are. It's totally different. See, there is, thank you for cooking dinner today. That's thanking. Okay, so let me thank you for cooking dinner. Praise is you're an excellent cook. Does that make sense? Thank you for taking a shower. (laughs) Sometimes we say that to our kids. My wife often says that to me, just to be honest with you. Um, Wow, you're beautiful. That's praise. It's who you are. Do you understand the difference? Because many of us, we don't praise each other or we don't praise God enough. In verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. You know, make sure spouses... Before you're ungrateful to your spouse, okay, before you get critical, 
Remember, sometimes uh, you're criticizing yourself. See, you're going, wow, you know, wife, you have no common sense. Well, I chose you. See, I like to think Robin's really smart. (laughs) Get it? You know, David, King David here, when he's praying, he just says, hey, I, I, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. God, you don't make junk. When you pray, do you believe that, God, you don't make junk? You did good work when you made me. Now, search my anxious thoughts. Sometimes I'm fearfully made. There's some bad things about me, but guess what? I'm wonderfully made as well. Do you praise God for how he handcrafted you? God, you had, good, you had good things in mind when you made me. This is literally what David prayed. Oh, that's too prideful. Well, no, this is a prayer right here. Sometimes you got to look at God and say, wow, God. Look at your hand. Everyone just look at your hand. You know what you can do with your hand? Lots of things. Hold, point, build. Create, encourage. This little, so complex. Wow, God, you did something wonderful. So we've got to praise God. Verse 17. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Wow, God, I just want to hear you. I want to listen to you. I'm telling you, spouses, you go, why are you talking about spouses all the time? Because we have a bunch of us in here, and I know some of us, we get kind of tired of each other. That's the biggest offense sometimes. Man, you just wanted to hear everything I had to say before we got married. And after we got married, it's like, what? What was that? I'm sorry. I, was, I wasn't listening. You know, but this is what David says. Well, I just love to hear your thoughts. I love to hear your words. Praise. I want you to start understanding what's the difference between praise and gratitude. If we were to workshop this, and sometimes I do, and it's hard. You have to really have some people with good ears. You sit in groups and you say, okay, let's just praise God in our prayer time. And you know what? Every time I I do this with people, they can't help but what? Thank God. Well, thank you, God, for this. No, no. Praise God. It's hard to just even do 10 minutes of only praise. Praise. You are powerful. You are kind. You are glorious. You're creative. You're insightful. You're compassionate. God, you're beautiful. You see, it's very important for us to learn how to admire God. You, if you just spent 10 minutes of your prayer time praising God, your heart would change. Let's go to verse, oh, that's it. Let's go to Psalm verse 30, chapter 37. Verse 37. 
Now, one of the things that I've realized that's totally blessed me, and I don't know why I had this idea when I was younger, but it totally blessed me as, as a person who's older. That was my great talent as a young kid, anxiety. Okay, as a, as a young child, I'd all, you know, I was really anxious as a kid. You know how you see these kids playing, having a good time? Not me. I even uh, sent a picture up to show you guys. I, I, it's probably up there in one of the computers, but... It was me. We had this family reunion. I told you about this. All the kids were happy and playing, and I'm sitting there just really sad because it was a pool party, and I couldn't swim, and all I could think about was drowning during that party. I remember that. So as a young kid, I was anxious. When I was 14, I realized, wow, you know what? This is the only time I could live for free. They go, when I hit 18, 19, 21, I have to pay my own bills. Everything I'm going to have to do, someone else's, I'm going to have to pay for myself. So when I was in high school, I just did every activity possible. Because I go, this is the chance that I could be. I could be an athlete for free. I could be, you know, I could be a, a, a government official for free. I could be an actor for free. So I tried out for every sport. I tried out for drama. I tried out for student government. I just did everything because I go, this is my chance to do it all for free. Because no one's going to hire me to act for them now. <laughs> no one wants to pay me to play their No one wants to pay to watch me play sports. I could do it all for free back then. Tried everything. Good, not bad. It's not, I could go to jail for free. It won't go on my record. Don't do it that way. <laughs> but then when I became a disciple, I realized loving God is going to teach me how to love people. That somehow, some way, learning how to be a great disciple is going to help me be a great parent, going to help me be a great spouse. If I could learn how to just love God, because I can't see God. I can't feel him by my nature. But if I could work at giving my heart to God, I could learn how to give my heart. When I'm having a fight with my wife, when my kids are going nuts, I knew this when I was like 18 years old. It was weird. For some reason, being a disciple is so hard and so difficult. I said, there's got to be something good about this somewhere. That's how my brain went, worked. But Psalm 37. Psalm 37, verse 4. It says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Sometimes I say that, and some of us, we feel a little bitter because today is not exactly the day we wanted. And the older we get, the more resentful we might feel. But the, the funny part is, you probably struggled with resentment 10 years ago, too. You can find 15-year-olds who are resentful about their life, down on their parents, down on their school. And that translates to a 20-year-old, down on their parents, down on their life, to a 30-year-old, 40-year-old. You've got to learn how to praise the invisible. You've got to learn to be grateful by faith. And so when I have a rough time, and I see it with, and with my wife, I, I've said this before, in the short time you've known me, I think, I, I'll say, wow, you've just never said... My wife has never yelled at me. She's never said a mean thing to me. And we've been married now for over 20 years, 21 years. And I tell her, I tell her, you, you never have. And she goes, oh, I thought of things. <laughs> Trust me, she goes, oh, I thought of them. She goes, 
but I'm just mind, you know, I'm just afraid of God. But here's the thing. Now, now I've said a lot of mean things, just so you know, I don't get that get out of jail free card. But the thing is, is that but I do know that because I've learned how to praise God. I am able to see always the wonderful things about my spouse and the wonderful things about my kids and the wonderful things about this fellowship. So do you understand how that will draw you closer? You can speak love into existence. You really can. You can pray love into existence, into your heart. We need to learn how to delight ourselves in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. You want the marriage you've always dreamed of. You want the friends you've always dreamed of. You want the family you've always dreamed of. Learn how to praise God. Learn how to admire him. Not just talk about what he's done for you, because when you can't think of what he's done for you, guess what you get? Distant, disconnected, unhappy. But if you can look at how great God is, you'll always find a way to a soft heart. Does this help you? We're not going to go to the, we'll we'll do the bold prayer next week. How about that? I want us to leave us with this thought. This was the last point from the sermon last week, but I just want us to leave us with a thought. But before we do that, turn to each other, and I want you, remember what you thanked someone for. Now turn that into a praise. Do you know how to do that? Say, okay, thank you for doing this. But what does that say about who they are? And just say, don't thank. Use, don't use words. Say, you know what? You are blank. Say, this is who you are. Let's, do you get that? So I want you to find some the person you just talked to and say, this is who you are. Can we do that? Go for it. Was that helpful? Amen. Encouraging? Now, I want to call us to do this this week. When you pray, learn how to praise. Don't just appreciate God, but admire him. Do you guys get that? Admire him. Try to do that. It it, it is hard. I have sat with people. I've seen them work through this. We've sit in little groups, and people can't just help but drift to thanking people and thanking God. But now I'm just asking, you know, let's try something different. I want you to praise him. I want you to think about how all his qualities, try to get the word thank you out. Look at the Psalms, read them. David actually spends more time talking about God's great qualities and who he is and what he's done and how he's acted than he does going, oh, thank you, God, for doing this. Thank you, God, for doing that. Interesting, right? We're going to take the Lord's Supper today and just think about how amazing God is as he shows himself through Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so amazed by you. We know that as we take the bread and we break it, we have a vision of how sacrificially loving you are, that you would look at us and see us and uh, and, and just do everything you can to understand us to experience the hurt and the pain that we experience, you would take it on yourself. More than that, you would even take on our sins. And we see that empathy, that understanding, that compassion that you show us through Jesus dying on the cross. Lord, we thank you that you are powerful. We thank you that you have power over death, you have power over failure, you have power over weakness because your blood 
is not a sign of failure. Your, your blood is a sign of forgiveness, of fresh starts, of new beginnings. And as we take the Lord's Supper today, help us to feel that new beginning and rejoice in just who you are and how amazingly creative you are that you could take darkness and turn it into life. Help us to have a great time in the coming days for the rest of our life, learning how to admire you and praise you so that we could draw closer to you. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. When we've been there 10,000 years bright shining as the Be